0: belief system is created through all entire life. And as an individual, we need to fight every single day to challenge those beliefs and start embracing a completely different belief. That's not an easy Mm -hmm. journey. So a lot of entrepreneurs out there, they are entrepreneurs, but they're not really entrepreneurs from a mindset standpoint. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's a very important shift.
1: Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Shahid Durrani. Today we have with us Andrea Petrone. Andrea is a performance and leadership advisor to CEOs and their leadership teams. He helps them to achieve extraordinary performance by changing their mindset and behaviors. I love this topic. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Yes, thank you for inviting Great. me, Shahid. It's my pleasure. Can you share how you got into this line of work, helping specifically CEOs and leaders?
0: Yeah, look, coming from a long-lasting corporate career, as many that do my profession. So I've been in in many different countries for more than twenty years, working with. Some amazing leaders. Sometimes also with not very good leaders, and that experience really shaped me in my ability to lead in my role when I'm while I was actually moving up the ranks. So I had my old career, I had my great successes, and then I, after well, let's say four years ago, I had a sort of epiphany when I said, "Okay, so what's going to be my calling? Right? What's my calling? What's going to be my meaning in life?" As many of us sometimes we tend to yeah. ask to ourselves. And that was when I realized that my calling is not anymore leading a company, it was more about actually helping others to lead differently their own organi- their organizations. And given my seniority in the past, I've been managing director, CEOs myself, that was quite natural fit for me working directly with the senior leaders in the organizations. That's how everything started. But then also I wanted to do something different, not just another coach, not just another executive coach or leadership advisor. I decided to specialize more in a mindset to achieve breakthrough performance. And that makes me a little bit different, maybe than the majority of coaches out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I
1: can completely relate because I feel that mindset is the power center, the engine behind what the human being does or doesn't do. And how effective they are when you were going through your career in the
0: corporate world, were you involved in personal development for yourself? Oh, that's an interesting question because actually I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Most of the organizations in the corporate world, what they do, they might provide some typical training that sometimes is effective and most of the time it isn't. So Mm -hmm. I did not have a chance to have a coach. So, I hired a coach privately in the in my in my personal career, and I had some very standard training that never really made a difference to me and I would say now, looking at where we are right now, I think society and companies now they are really much more used to provide leadership development to their employees to their people, but still, I think it's done primarily on a very high level an executive level. Which I don't think is fair because everybody would like to develop and learn more skills how to change their mindset. So short answer, no. So many things have been learning from me from my own personal experience and then going through my own personal journey.
1: Mm. So can you share when you had that experience and that time that you spent in the and oil and energy yes, sector? primarily industry, yes. Y- yeah, how did that help you think about leadership and the role of leadership and how you can serve leaders to be better.
0: Yeah, look, I come from an industry that is has been always very conservative for a good reason. So whenever we talk about oil and gas, energy, the risk level, the risk appetite for leaders is normally is very low because there are so many risks connected to the work that you do in this industry, risk of explosions, gas, safety concern. All of these major ways, they're very important for this industry. Normally, they tend to lead leaders to be also very directive. Like, you do this and you do that. So it's very kind of command and control to some extent, which also is also something that many other industries face in the past. We're coming from this sort of legacy of leaders, really commanding and controlling people to do what they want them to do. And honestly, in my personal experience, what I notice is we need to make a shift in how, especially in this industry, we want to lead in the future. Because the industry is changing. So we're moving more into green energy, renewable energies, where there is more need of flexibility, be comfortable with actually ambiguity changing the paradoxes, changing the status quo, again, mindset. And that is necessary. So those leaders that still want to operate in a command and control way, they're going to fail in the future in this industry because the industry requires a more flexible, agile approach, a more entrepreneurial approach, mm-hmm. which the only way to drive an organization is actually by changing the way our leader actually show up. So I'm all up for leaders. They actually want to create an incredible future, They want to challenge the status quo. They want to create something disruptive, something unique, something different, something like a breakthrough. And that is a different level of leadership, a different type of leadership that is required at the moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Different way of thinking. Totally. It's thinking Mm -hmm. with the approach of thinking about possibilities and not thinking Mm -hmm. anymore by the constraints and by the current reality. And that's a shift in Like
1: limitation. Yeah, limitations exactly right. to
0: growth. What mindset attributes
1: that yeah. help with the most growth?
0: Yeah, so there are many elements of that, but I would say mm-hmm. probably the most important thing Shahid, to consider is actually the role of perceptions, because perception mm-hmm. consider most of the time in our mind as the only. An absolute truth about something. So when we are driven by our own perception and we turn them into reality, there is no space or bandwidth for us from a mindset standpoint to think about possibilities, to think about something could be different. Now, most of the challenge that we have as leaders these days actually is being limited by this idea that we have one perception, one point of view, we turn it as a truth, and there's no any other way to do things. That is the biggest limitation as a human beings because what I notice in my personal experience, you can achieve incredible results that you're not even aware of if you really start thinking about this concept about perception are not reality, although they compete with reality. But perceptions are really what drive actions and so drive performance. So when you start thinking about how can I change my performance, I, I need to start thinking about how can I change my perceptions. And when I do that, I will be able and open to welcome new ideas, new point of views that I'm not considering. And that is a game changer. But when you're fixated in one thing, you're not going to see all the other nuances and colors that are outside. And that's normally the way to achieve breakthrough performance. It's actually by looking and paying attention to what you don't see in that specific moment. Perception
1: is, is huge when it comes to growth personally, my life has changed because of the shift in perception, how I look at things, how I look at life in general, how I look at other people, how I look at business. Once you shift that, you can actually make the journey so much more easier and fulfilling just by shifting that and
0: then it makes you more creative. Totally. That is one of the major mindset shifts. And again, it's Mm. very practicable because you can do it through a number of things that I normally do with clients. But it's important that Mm we come back to this notion about perception and what is the connection between perception and performance so that's mm. one major way the other major way i would say shahid is actually how people talk is the language because language is so critical for shifting mindset of people the way how we talk the way how we show up so communication is important it's not just about it's a different level of traditional communication so for in other words when we talk about language we always tend to focus on, okay, how we need to present an idea or how we need to say things in a way that can en- enroll inspired inspire people. That's valid, that's okay, but it's not what is going to really make a difference. The difference is going to be when we start having a language that creates something new, creates a new existence, creates a new state of things. And then through commitment, then we actually apply the language into specific actions so we can get things done. So language has a major component in shifting mindset of people. And again, many, many leaders, they actually, I think they're underestimating the impact of language, the language. They might think the language is important, but look, honestly, let's face it. So talk is considered cheap. (laughs) It's easy to talk. You can say whatever we want, who cares? No, to me, the real leaders, that's what I do a lot with my clients, is really making sure they embrace, embody a different way of talking in the organization. That one of talking that makes a huge difference. And when I interviewed mm-hmm. as well, my, my guest in my, co- my podcast, the World Class Leader Show, I interview global CEOs. They all focus on that, by the way. They all focus on how they talk. The language for them is critical. So, yeah, that is a, what makes a difference between average and great CEOs. Mm. And when you speak about language,
1: if you reverse engineer, language is coming from the way they think. So by shifting yeah. the way they think, as you shift the language, it completely shifts how you present yourself to the world.
0: Yeah, it also it changes the way how you listen. Because talking in mm. language is not only talking, but it's also how to listen. So when you are listening mm. for an opportunities in people... You get a completely different point of view, and that is enriches your perception. That in in actually helps you to see what you don't see. So listening is critical. Can you share a
1: type of strategy or a tip that a leader could do after listening to this episode to see where they currently are and what they could do to shift the perception?
0: The first thing, Shahid, is. It all starts from self-awareness. Everything starts with awareness. Because if you don't realize that you have perception and you don't have only truth in your mind, you will never be able to embrace something different. So it really starts with the way how you start to consider all these ideas, all these thoughts that come to mind and start challenging them. First of all, recognize them and then start challenging and say, okay, is this the only possible truth about something? Is the only perception, Is the only point of view, or there is something that potentially I'm missing at the moment because I, I'm not able to consider other point of views. So it's really starting mm. with that. So it's acknowledging, you know, that you, something is happening in your mind, then recognizing whether and start asking your question to yourself, is this a perception or that is the real fact about something? Mm. Most of the time, mm-hmm. it's not a fact, it's an interpretation of a fact. So Mm -hmm. once you are actually in that state, believe me, the major shift starts immediately. It takes time because you need to get used of recognizing this perception, these thoughts that you have and challenging them. But once you start challenging them, that's when the incredible things happen in people because they can really start, they're ready to explore what they don't see at the moment. And that's the Mm -hmm. way how they talk to their own people Good. So look, when they're sharing ideas, it's sharing more. Okay, I have my point of view. It might be different, might be wrong. It's just one of the many. What's yours? Is the same? Is different? How can we find a different way of doing things? And again, it's look, it's work. It's hard work because it's one to one. You require yeah, this. Right? the work for yourself mm. first. And then when you are in conversation with others, it requires the same approach. And sometimes leaders mm-hmm. don't want to go there. They say, look, mm-hmm. I'm, actually, I'm right you're wrong. So uh, it's pointless that we talk about it just because they're not <laughs> able to embrace a potential different perspectives I
1: completely agree, especially when you mentioned about the self-awareness. True transformation happens when you become self-aware. People will say, yeah, I'm aware. Well, of course, I'm aware. But your laser focus on yourself. And also what we do with people that we work with is we revisit their belief system. What beliefs yes. do they have from the past? A lot of them are, are BS in my point of view because I went through that process. But it's good to look at those be, uh, beliefs because they
0: may be holding you back. Most of the time they do. Well, by the way, the beliefs yeah. are part of the perception. So beliefs yeah. are limitation that we build Across our entire story, our entire life. So from an entrepreneurial standpoint, if you think about one of the reasons why many people, they are reluctant to start an entrepreneurial journey, because most of the time they have some limiting beliefs that start from their past, from the education, from the values that in the past, they prevent them from thinking about risk in a different way. Even myself, when I started my own entrepreneurial journey. At the beginning, it was challenging for me accepting the fact that I could be an entrepreneur. And the reason being, so my, my, my family, my parents, were typical nine to five. They've been always in a very secure space and they work in the same company for 30, 40 years. So how can you be educated in your family in a, with a different approach about risk, a different idea about entrepreneurship? Because the perception most likely was entrepreneurship is not working. Why taking risk? Go to a safe place. Nine to five is safer. You have a fixed salary every single month. So that is a perfect application about how our belief system is created through our entire life. And as an individual, we need to fight every single day to challenge those beliefs and start embracing a completely different belief. That's not an an easy Mm -hmm. journey. So a lot of entrepreneurs out there, they are entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. but they're not really entrepreneurs from a mindset standpoint. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's a very important shift and pivotal shift for many entrepreneurs, for example is there any specific story that you could
1: share of a CEO and how you improve their specific situation?
0: yeah, look, I have many examples I would say first is all the CEOs I interviewed in my in the world class leader show they all share incredible turning around, incredible experience when they inherited very complex situations and they change it just by changing the way how they started to relate to the situation they're facing. And I have other personal experience with CEOs that I coached. They are going through that journey when things sometimes they don't work anymore, things happen, new challenges come up, and nowadays with the level of uncertainty, the risk is very high that things might change from from day to to the other. And what I noticed is by embracing this idea of challenging beliefs and perceptions, they started to see what they were not seeing because they were too much into the doing. So, what happens when there is a crisis, when things get wrong, our tendency as human beings is to firefighting, right? To work 24 7 in order to solve specific issues because we have a burning platform. The reality is, when you have a burning platform, it's difficult to disconnect, elevate, stay elevated and see different perceptions. But that's an exercise that you have to do it. So the story, because of course they're a little bit confidential, so I can't share more. But what I can say is there are a lot of CEOs, they understand now the importance of actually having different way of relating to a situation rather than say that is a problem, that is an issue, either we need to solve it right now with what we have or it's not solvable. In my experience, I've seen so many companies and clients too they incredibly t- turn in the tables, incredible from underperforming to incredibly overperforming organization by just using this three or four principle that we discussed today. It looks like small things. Actually, the power, the impact of these things is huge. It's not only that you need to change the culture, you need to do many other things, right? But these are really the, the basics, the principles, the basics are going to make a difference
1: very good have you met a ceo or a leader that was hesitant about changing their ways even though they were realizing that there's areas of improvement and how
0: do you deal with that all the time it's a broken record because many ceos remember they are coming from their past or your past experiences past successes so for them being challenged in a way how they deal with perceptions, with deal beliefs, etc. it's hard for them. For some of them, it's hard to embrace it as a change because they say, I've been successful in the past by doing what I'm already doing, by asking people to change their behaviors. While you're bringing a completely different way of thinking, different way of mindset, I don't see the power of it. But once they start using it, when they start embracing this idea of shifting mindset for different performance, they finally see different results in the organization. So you need to wait. It's not, like a, it's not a silver bullet. It's not something that you do in one day. Changing people's beliefs and perception, it takes time. But you need to start from the top and then going through all the layers. But yes, it definitely yeah. works. And definitely, I found myself in CEOs. They had objections. They, wasn't, they, weren't sure, they were not sure about it. And now they're embracing a different way of leading. It's very common, especially when we're working with the inner world.
1: And when our ego is in control, I wasted so many years feeling I knew everything. And I believe that what I was feeling or thinking was correct. And naturally when the ego is in control, we don't see, it's hard to see the other side of the story. And when it comes to their higher mental faculties, which perception is one of them, and All of it is directly linked to beliefs and the subconscious and the conscious beliefs. So to adjust that, like you said, there's no way you can make that shift overnight. That requires new ideas and it's a journey. And the key is to fall in love with the actual journey and not to the end result.
0: Agreed. That shouldn't be perceived as as an exercise and trying to force Mm. something. It's just embracing a completely in different ways. So as long as you yeah. realize and recognize the mindset is the key for performance, everything changes as a leader. You That's know it. that you need to go there before going anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I appreciate your time today. It was wonderful speaking to you.
1: I love this topic, obviously. <laughs> and thank you so much for agreeing to help us promote your episode as well. Really appreciate it. And uh, keep in touch. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed the conversation, Shahid. My pleasure. Audience, thank you once again for joining us. Uh, All the information will be available in the show notes. Get in touch if you see an area where you need help or even to chit chat. Um, You never know what's hidden within because all that you're searching for is in the mirror. You have a lot of potential, but there's areas that might be holding you back i